And MLM Rebel is a new breed of network marketer, smarter, truly independent, and free. MLM Rebels wage war against the soul-sucking corporate world and against networkers who would rather preserve doctrine than helping people get results. MLM Rebels recognize when the world changes and changes with it. MLM Rebels don't believe in duplicating things that no longer work and would rather work without a safety net than within the confines of one. MLM Rebels are only involved in opportunities that give everyone an equal playing field instead of a top-heavy one. We don't care about the sacred cows of MLM, we don't care about the industry, and we do not care about the way it's always been done. We care about people following their gut. We care about people being able to quit their jobs now. We care about people being with their family instead of their boss every day. We care about people being with their family instead of their team all day. We care about people living free. We believe a truly free networker has multiple streams of income. We believe a truly free networker's creativity isn't shackled by their company's contract. We believe a truly free network marketer actually knows how to market and that they run their business like a real business. MLM Rebels prioritize faith, family, business, sacrifice sacred cows, build their own empires, never rebel against each other, and change the world. MLM Rebels know they are not confined by doctrine, not stifled by the past, and know they are one business away. My name is Zach Spear, and welcome to MLM Rebels. Hey everyone, hope you're having an awesome day. Hey, I'm excited to spend a few minutes with you right now. I'm on the way to the gym. I've been trying uh, to get to the gym early in the morning, which is not something that's traditionally been easy for me. Typically, I've been going either not at all or at night. I've just always been a more energized person at night, but just with you know progressing through life and stuff like that getting married um thinking about having kids that kind of thing like a more traditional schedule actually helps a lot so um I've been trying to like do things like go to the gym in the morning and start work a little earlier rather than like waiting till 10 or 11 to do anything um so anyway it's 7 a.m right now I'm on the way I tried to get out of the house by 6 15 6 30 a uh, little little behind on that one, but you know, 7 a.m. is still pretty good for me. So anyway, I want to talk today about fixing any recruiting problem that you've got or any sales problem that you have. So I was talking to um, so a, one of the guys on our team. He's a really, really good dude. He is a very smart guy, but he's not really getting that good of results right now, but he's like, super smart, super ambitious, like, he's like the perfect person that you want on your team, um, now, I will say this, he's fairly new, so he's, like, less than a month in, but he's one of those guys that, like, he is showing that sign of being a leader, like, super early on, and now, what's really cool about, like, the systems that we use to build the business is, like, we get a lot of people that show these signs, but he's definitely at, at, like, at a special level. Um, so that's who this person is. And he hits me up and he's like, Hey dude, like, you know, I've sponsored one person basically. Um, and I've run a, I've run a fair amount of campaigns. I've only sponsored one person. Um, you know, can you help? And so I was like, well, sure. Why don't you, you know, uh, let's jump on a call really quick. And so we jump on a call. He tells me he's run a bunch of like a bunch of campaigns. He actually surprises me with how much campaigns he's run. And I'm like, okay, holy crap. Like, so you've run 14 different campaigns and, you know, you sponsored one person, which is better than zero. So a lot of, a lot of people would have sponsored zero by now. 
but you've sponsored at least one, but that's not, not really close to what you should have sponsored for, for as much money as you spent. So, okay, cool. Yes, I will spend time with you for sure. Um, so let's, let's figure it out. So I was like, okay, the first thing that you got to do is compile all of the data for your campaign so far, compile everything. So I can't talk about anything because it's all speculation until we compile all of your data. So what he does is he goes in and I don't know how long it takes him, but whatever. He basically puts together literally every piece of data that he can find. So cost per lead, cost per applicant, uh, who he ran the campaign with, how much he spent on the campaign, um, all of that stuff, conversations he had, quality conversations he had, no-shows, registrations, follow-ups booked, all that stuff, all the different stuff. So he puts all this stuff together, and we get on the phone again, and we start looking through it, and within probably 20 minutes of looking at, you know, the data and talking about it, it's really, really clear what the first issue is. The first issue is that he had about a, a nine or ten of his campaigns that were costing the most amount of money but giving him the least amount of results. So literally he was spending the vast majority of his money on these campaigns that seemed good but were actually bad. And then he had these other campaigns, he had three or four of them, I don't remember the exact number, but he had three or four of them that were producing really good results and they were only costing him like they're costing him like one twentieth of the other campaigns so first thing is like holy crap dude these campaigns are good the other ones are bad turn off all the other ones immediately because your all your money is going there and you're not getting anything from it so it's like holy crap okay turn that off so now it doesn't feel nearly as bad because you're spending one like 50th of what you were spending and you're getting basically the same results. Okay, cool. So we've got that figured out. So now you just cut your cost way down and you figured out how to increase your, basically your cost per applicant, like, or significantly lower your cost per applicant and raise your results like through the roof. Sweet. So that's a huge, huge step, but there's still a closing or there's still a like issue with people actually getting enrolled. So we started looking at quality conversations versus closes, and there was a pretty clear gap there. He's having a lot of conversations and not closing that many people. So it's like, okay, well, there's probably some type of conversation issue, like a closing issue on the phone. So why don't you start recording your calls? So he starts recording his calls, and um, literally within the first two calls, I know exactly, within the first four minutes of the first call, I know exactly what's going on. Um, but he, he gave me two initially to listen to. And, uh, within like the first four minutes, you know, he's, the guy's really good at leading people. He's really good at like being direct and making sure people know what the next step is, but he was not doing a very, uh, like solid job of creating rapport with people. So people weren't feeling that comfortable with him until like 20 minutes in. At that point, like all the material had been covered and there really was, nothing more to talk about. So there was never really rapport being built. So we talked about that. I talked about a few other things and he hasn't run another campaign yet. So I don't know what his new results will be, but the point is he's, I mean, if he, if he creates rapport with people, I mean, I listen to the rest of his calls. If he, if this guy creates rapport with people on the phone, 
he's going to start crushing it most likely. Like the guy's going to have a really strong close rate and just recalculating the numbers at even a even a menial close rate of like 10, 15%, he's going to break even or better on his ads, which if you can sponsor people at break even or better, you know, you've got a you've got a freaking gold mine on your hands. Um so that's pretty good. Now, why did we figure that out? We figured that out because he tracked his numbers. Now, he wasn't, he was sort of tracking his numbers before I asked him to put these together, but he had at least, at least he had the data to put the numbers together and figure it out, which is good. So, the point of this story is that you can fix literally any performance problem you have with sales or recruiting by tracking your stats, looking at the holes, and fixing the holes. You got to think of your network marketing business like an online marketer thinks about their business. And as you know, like we blend online marketing and network marketing with MLM Rebels. But a lot of people still don't look at their network marketing business with the discerning and surgical eye that an online marketer will look at their business. An online marketer is going to look at their stats depending on the maturity of their offer once a day, once a week, once a month. But they're always going to be looking at them in some degree. So for a mature offer, like we have one of our offers is pretty mature. We look at the stats once a month and, um, you know, we, it, it tells the story for a newer offer. We were checking them once a day, making sure that, you know, stuff is looking, you know, solid once every couple days. The point is, if you look at your, if you look at your funnel in an online marketing setting and you, let's say you've got three pages, an opt-in page, a sales page, and a checkout page. And if you, and, and then an ad, an ad going to it. If you've got a really good click-through rate, but no one's opting in, and then no one's buying, what should you focus on? The checkout page where someone's buying, or should you focus on the part where people are not opting in? Well, clearly, when they're not opting in yet, because no one's getting the checkout page anyway. So focus on the opt-in. Now, if you've got a good click-through rate, you good opt-in rate, and no one is going through the whole sales process and getting to the checkout page, what's your problem? Well, it's most likely the sales page, right? Now, it could be your targeting. Of course, it could be the wrong people could be coming. But most likely, if they're opting in and you're delivering what you said in the opt-in, then you probably have an issue with your sales page. So focus on that. So you look at your stats, they tell you a story, and then you basically plug the holes. So if you use that same thought process with your network marketing business, you can find your gaps immediately. And it's amazing how fast you can fix these things when you're just surgical and you look at this with a intelligent set of eyes. So the first thing is take enough action to actually have data to look at. You know, the stupidest thing that some people will do in online marketing is say, hey, can you look at my funnel? Well, did you run traffic to it yet? Well, no, I just want to see what your thoughts are. There's no point of what my thoughts are yet. Like, go run traffic to it. Unless you have traffic going through your funnel, I have no clue what can happen with it because the market dictates what's good with it, not me. Like, yes, I can probably help you, but there's no point in me doing that until you run traffic to it. So, with network marketing, don't try to compile data if there's no data to compile. Don't ask your upline for help if you've taken no action. Go do things in your business, whatever those things are, whether you be doing rebels-based uh, things, whether you be um, 
uh, building your business old school, whatever the case is, go take action, get people to look at your offer, your thing, and then go ask for help. Does that make sense? So as I'm talking right now, I'm literally looking for the gym. I pulled in a different way and now I'm confused. So hopefully I find it, but hopefully that all makes sense. And the number is some of you could be thinking like, well, how much, how much, how much action should I take? You know, when should I talk to my upline for help or whatever, blah, 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 that kind of thing. As much as you possibly can. Like, don't go to the point where you're like totally discouraged. You've done so much that you're now like, you know, gonna shoot yourself because you haven't gotten any results. But like, don't talk to four people and then go ask them like, hey, what's the problem with my funnel? Did you talk to four people? Like, even if your close rate was 20%, like you would have only sponsored like one or whatever, something like that, 25%. So I would put at least like 20 to 50 human beings through your entire funnel before asking someone for help. Like that means they're getting all the way to the part where you are literally asking them for the enrollment. You're asking them for the sale. And then whatever they say is is not the point right now, but you're taking 20 to 50 people all the way through your funnel, all the way through your process before asking for help on it. Does that make sense? So anyway, um, hopefully it does. I just got to the gym, so that's good. It was basically perfect timing. Uh, if this is your first time listening to the show and you haven't uh, any idea what I mean by saying like we build online and uh, we use these automated recruiting systems to grow our business and stuff like that. So we spent five months overseas this, this year in Bali and uh, Thailand uh, and Kuala Lumpur actually, 14 hour time difference from the States. And while we were there, we were sponsoring people personally back here in the States without ever speaking to them. So they were literally getting put on our team. We sponsored them and they were getting enrolled on our team. We had never even spoken to them yet. And um, we did that by having an automated recruiting system that that we developed. And uh, it worked so good for our team. We actually were getting asked all the time to, you know, how do I do this for my company, right? Um, other companies. So if you want to learn how we do that, you can go to the you can go to mlmrebelsblueprint.com. So it's mlmrebelsblueprint.com. And it's basically our blueprint, our roadmap of how we did that. It's a totally free download that you can read and uh, and learn that. So anyway, with that all being said, um, hopefully you guys have an amazing day. I appreciate you listening here. And if you found value in this, do me a favor, leave a review and a rating down below. And uh, see you all in the next episode.